consider anew, the daily micro-podcast that invites you to discover something new or see a familiar thing in a new way. On each episode, I share a quote that I think is interesting or important. I share why it resonated with me and why I think it's especially relevant today. And then I invite you to see how any of this hits you, how any of it might be valuable in your world. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Crawford. Welcome. Hello, how are you? Uh, I hope you are doing okay. Today is January 7th, 2021, and it is the day after January 6th, 2021, uh, which is a tragic day in American history. Um, Yesterday was the day that pro-Trump thugs and rioters stormed the Capitol Uh, in an effort to overturn or or reverse the election results. And uh, I'm still processing how I feel and what I'm thinking. And I'm thinking about, you know, how did we get here? And where can we go from here? And how, you know, to what extent was today inevitable? Um, To what extent could we have seen it coming? To what extent could we have done any number of things uh, between four years ago and today that could have shaped the course of history in a, in a better way. Um, anyway, thinking about lots of things. And it has inspired this particular quote, which is, is connected, but I think takes a little bit of, um, a little bit of work to get there, which, which I appreciate. Today's quote comes from Edward Lindemann's book, The Meaning of Adult Education, uh, which was published in 1926, almost 100 years ago. Uh, and it's an it's a excellent book. Uh, it, it is a book that really helps to lay some of the foundation for adult learning and adult education. Uh, I drew upon it for my PhD dissertation, which looked at youth adult partnerships and the, the kinds of context that we provide for young people um, and the kinds of elements of, of learning environments that are conducive to successful, effective, fruitful adult education. And so uh, I, would, I would strongly recommend it. The quote today comes from page 70, and it goes like this. We do not discard old patterns of behavior in favor of new. We combine old ones with the result that new patterns emerge. Thus, inventions on the physical or mechanical level are always recombinations of existing elements. And we now know by better means than mere analogy that the process of intellectual integration is similar. Freedom is an achievement, not a gift. We do not acquire freedom. We grow into freedom. So this quote has me thinking about a few things. First, this idea of combining the old to create the new. It's sort of necessarily connected to the old. It is uh, new things, therefore, are impacted by the quality and the the ways that old ideas connect, um, which, on the one hand, could be a good thing. It could make sense. It could help to ground new ideas in a reality. Uh, I think that's that, that can be a positive thing. Uh, on the other hand, I'm curious about what it would look like if instead things were tied to the new or sort of tied to the future. 
So what if we imagined that humane and equitable future and we worked backwards and we tried to connect some of those ideal um, or utopian even ideas for living and functioning um, and we then kind of worked backwards to figure out how they could land in this reality. I think that would yield different different results, different ideas, different possibilities. The second thing I'm thinking about here has to do with freedom and this idea that freedom is earned, that it's achieved, that it's not automatic, it's not a given, and it's not given. Um, and really without constant attention and consistent attention, freedom and the many freedoms that are afforded us um, are siphoned away. They sort of, they sort of, I just keep picturing this kind of like, you know, falling through the, the sieve, like sort of slipping away. Um, and I, I'm th also thinking about a, a, you know, an analogy or a, a sort of a picture of, of a, a bunch of different forces all kind of pulling on, uh, you know, different sides of a, a rope web. And, you know, one side is pulling really hard and the other side is not pulling as hard. And so they start to kind of stumble or, or, or fall into the, you know, onto the ground. And so this idea that you, in order for things to maintain, in order for freedom, for our freedoms to be sustained, we have to use them. We have to work on them. We have to pull. Um, and I wonder if we have gotten to a point in this country, at least, where we've gotten, we've gotten complacent and we, we've taken some things for granted and people were struggling and people are struggling, and the broader population um, has gotten to a place where they haven't been paying attention as much and haven't been willing to sacrifice like others have. Um, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not totally sure, but I'm just thinking about the extent to which we are all pulling on these freedoms, um, and it's not clear that, you know, for too many folks, too many people. Um, I think there's just a lot of a lot of things that are taken for granted, um, and as a result, we think we see things like yesterday. Uh, and a few questions that come to mind um, that perhaps you could take back to your world and and see how they fit. One has to do with where are there opportunities for new combinations in your work or in your world. What aspects of your industry often go unexamined or sort of unbothered? Are there parts of your work or your world that you haven't really revisited or visited at all? Um, and what would happen if you combined aspects or needs within that context or that particular element with other things? Um, what might be possible if you, if you kind of dust some of those off and see how they fit with other elements? Um, a few questions I'm thinking about there that might be applicable in your world as well. And I'll leave you with two resources to check out. The first is a book by Franz Johansson called The Medici Effect. Um, and the, the idea I would love for you to check out there uh, is what he describes as intersectional ideas. And it's these ideas that fall at the intersection of different or disparate spaces. So uh, he talks about ideas that are kind of built on one another. So 
you know, from A to B to C, those are ideas that are, are kind of in line. But what happens when A crosses paths with green and crosses paths with up? Right? What, what ideas fall on, in that intersection? Um, and I think, you know, as we think about whether it's in education or in our broader civic spaces, those intersectional ideas could be the place for incredibly powerful and valuable um, new developments. So check out the Medici effect. Uh, and the second resource I will turn your attention to is called The Ezra Klein Show. And it is a podcast that is wonderful. Ezra Klein is a journalist. Uh, he's been doing his podcast for a while. And there are so many episodes that I have listened to that have just it rocked me, it blew my mind, and got me thinking in, in new and different ways. Um, episodes about polarization and about neoliberalism, about economics, about just kind of general governance. Um, and I would, I strongly recommend checking out the Ezra Klein show and kind of going back and checking out some of the episodes from the past. Um, he's got great guests on there and discussing really relevant and important topics for all of us. So check out the Ezra Klein show as well. That wraps this episode of Consider Anew. Check out the show notes for links and other details. And if you liked what you heard and you're willing to help the podcast out, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. And if there's someone in your world who you think might appreciate this episode, do them a favor and send it their way. Thanks to Michael Lipset of Past Health Stories for Thought Partnership, and thanks to you for tuning in. As always, I'd love to hear from you. Say hello on Twitter, I'm at MJCraw, and connect with me at www.mjcraw.com. And until next time, consider anew. Thank <laughs> you.